Hello and welcome to this week's This Club Is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host Cockers and shortly we'll be hearing if the women's team could go top of the table on Sunday with a win over Tranmere Rovers. But before that, FC United on Saturday afternoon hosted Hyde United at Broadhurst Park. Let's hand over to Ben and Woodzo now shortly before kick-off. Well, welcome everyone to Broadhurst Park and uh, you join us here after... Torrential rain. We're, I'm joined by Woodzo pre-match, and, and Woodzo, we're, we're here an hour and fifteen minutes or so before kickoff. The tractor's out on the pitch, forking the pitch. There's no standing water on it, but the penalty areas look a bit suspect, especially yeah, around the, the SMRE. I mean, famous last words. Without any uh, scientific thought or evidence, your opinions. Well, I was here <laughs> earlier on when the ref looked at it first and looked at it since, and. Um... He was happy with it, apart from the goal modes and, and, the, and this corner where we've had problems in the past with the uh, Lightburn Road and the, the corner flag. We'll focus on the football, because yes, um, if this uh, matches on, then this conversation we've had here is all academic and pointless. Um, football-wise, we're coming off the back of that 2 old draw with mm. Whitby. Doing the highlights on FCM TV, which are available now on YouTube, um, I think we're very un- unfortunate, really, not to take all three points, but... We didn't really. Well, we did. We did uh, trouble the goal, but not effectively. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. I think we were a bit lost. If I'm right, we were a bit lost for words at half time to what we what to make of it. The second half went really, really well. I thought. What I will say. What I will say is for twelve pounds, you can't go away and moan about the entertainment. No, it's a filler. It was a great yeah. game of football. And you say we could have won. I think either team. Yeah. It's one of those games where a draw was probably fair. If either team had taken all three. You probably couldn't have complained. If we'd have won, Whitby could have said, yeah, fair play. If they'd have won, we'd have gone away and said, you know what, they deserve that. That mad five minutes was just bizarre where there was three goals in about whatever it was, five minutes or whatever it was that sort of just fired the game into, into life. I mean, he needed it. Matters arising from the commentary, we said uh, a fantastic double save from Lavikin. From our angle, it looked like he'd, he'd done the double save. However... Palinkas actually got in there and did a, a remarkable last-ditch challenge. Um, so, apologies to Jan Palinkas for that. Um, I did wonder when I read your report on the non-league paper right, last week. Yeah. I, did, I did wonder, I, I thought, I don't remember, seeing a double save. No, but, well, yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. down here. Um, I mean, to be fair, when you watch the TV commentary good, back, good, yeah, yeah. the commentary it has been edited. Oh, well, that's <laughs> good, isn't it? Uh, uh, when you've got a good editor, that's what yeah, happens. Exactly. Um, but Hyde United today uh, currently sitting, I think, the second in the league. It's uh, looking like it's Hyde uh, United, Gainsborough and, and South Shields out in front at the moment. But Hyde haven't been... They've had a couple of shaky results recently, uh, but they've got a, a roster of F- XFC players in there. Off the top of my head, I can think of Fag Bowler. They've signed Will Russ. But Performed brilliantly though this season. Yeah, of course they have. Of course they have. And, and you know, and they beat us the season in a game where again we didn't give the best of our, of our ability, and we didn't deserve to probably get anything out of it. You know, we 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 didn't give ourselves the best at their place. So we all we all us the fans. You know, the lads probably always a performance. If we can get a performance, a player did last week could be in the players. Could be in the players at the end of the day. Absolutely, we you know we matches off and whatnot. But it's not going to be easy. We know all that. Counter-attacking team as well. We saw that Ewan Fields, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, actually, even though we didn't play particularly well at Ewan Fields, we had a lot of the ball. Didn't do a great deal with it, and they just picked us off. 
a couple of times and yeah we had a if I remember rightly it was a very very contentious penalty which when, when you've watched it back from certain angles yeah but that happens we, we, we talk about that all the time can't blame the referee absolutely absolutely <laughs> you know we, we, we didn't win the game so we own for that they'll be up for it we're up for it it should be a good game well Woodsaw a big thank you for joining us no pre-match and uh, let's hear now from the SC United manager here's Neil Reynolds Hello, Neil. How are you? Hey, Ben. All good. All good. Uh, so, drama before kickoff. Obviously, everyone knows it's been raining across Manchester over the past ages. Um, the pitch is looking brilliant. However, there was a concern around the penalty areas, and we've had to. Yeah, we've had to fight to, for this. Yeah, but we have had to fight for it. Uh, I mean, I've said in my program notes today, you know how how well the, the ground staff have done, and I know they they haven't been off this pitch. And if you look at ninety five percent of it, it's perfect. We've got some issues in the SMRE goal mouth and then a couple of areas in the in the West End goal mouth but apart from that you know it's playable but the ref pulled in Nicky Spooner and myself to say that he was considering calling the game off the ball didn't bounce in the SMRE goal mouth and Nicky Spooner quite rightly said you know show me the rule and uh, where the ball has to bounce it rolls and you know it's game on so you know credit to, to everybody um, and now we've got a game to look forward to So Hyde United today um, team selection we have to apologise to Jan Palinkas in our commentary last week we said and I said in the non-league paper it was a double save from Lavercombe wasn't Palinkas there getting yeah. in there with a challenge and he did one in the first half as well and Jan starts today obviously there was a bit of concern with his ankles but there still is Jan's not trained all week Liv doesn't want him training he's done all the rehab work uh, he's 65% fit Sporting last night I want to play for as long as I can play and you know I've, I've cleared up last week you know when Jan's not fit I know he's not fit and we'll make the change but the kid wants to play you've got to admire his attitude I'll say he's probably one of the future captains at FC United under me if I'm, you know if he's still here and I'm still here he's heart of a lion but you can't you can't put him down and you know he's fit Jones is suspended so Pelinkas starts so um, based upon last week I mean I've done the TV highlights back and I was amazed actually that we only managed to score two goals um, I mean what's training been like this week I'm, I'm imagining shooting practice maybe or for about four hours finishing finishing I can't watch that game back and I thought I was over exaggerating at the first time no you but, weren't but, but how we haven't scored eight eight clear goals last week you know one on ones chances it's beyond me and, and I spoke to the Whitby manager on, on Tuesday uh, just to say thanks for his interview said we were the best team in the league he's played which, which is really nice but we came away with a draw Whitby played guys to Tuesday night and uh, they get beat 2-0 and that's a bit of a kick in the teeth for us because that was for us if we take our chance and more ruthless that's three points but it's not and we now start against Hyde today on the back of three really difficult fixtures, Hyde, South Seals and then Warrington. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough set of games coming up, but we've said on the radio here, we always up our game against the teams who we'd like to up our game against and, and sometimes we, we pull out I, big results. Yeah, and I watch Hyde Tuesday night. You know, unfortunately, you know, the lads took training and I went to go and watch Hyde against Warrington and Hyde are a very good side. You know, they played a 4-2-4. Uh, they've obviously signed Will Russ last night, so he'll, he's gone straight into the team, but... You know, I know Fag Bowl is out of centre half, but the, you know they go with Tong and Roscoe, who were great in the air. Uh, Spooner, I thought, was man of the match in midfield, and I'm surprised he's playing because he took a knock and he came off injured. Uh, and then at the top end of the pitch, you know, Redshaw, uh, Pratt, they were they were they were mesmeric. You know, the keeper Allerton was really good. So they drew two all. You know, Warrington was was good as well. So we know we've got to be right on our A game today if we're going to get anything. And you know, in the reverse fixture at high, they, they beat us. Uh, we didn't play well that night. So. Hopefully we've come a long way since then, but you know what? This is going to be a good game of football. Spoons and Gab McCann have got them playing in the right way. We play in the right way, and, and I think it's just going to be a really good end-to-end -end game of football. And hopefully today we can take our chances, Ben, uh, and you know the chances we create. And I still think we'll create the chances that we created last week. Can we can we put them away this week? Is is, is down to the lads. Absolutely, and uh, obviously um, you mentioned the corresponding game. That that was kind of 
similar in the fact we did create chances mm. that night. And um, I mean, we should have had a penalty and all that. But I mean, Hyde have been one of those sides who've been difficult to beat this year. They're in second, but we owe them one as well for for the last you know towards the end of last season yeah, as absolutely. well. Absolutely, you know, Hyde have got the better of us, and you know they're going to travel well today. I think you know Spoons just said they're bringing three or four coach loads of fans. Uh, I think the atmosphere is going to be great. We do owe them. But we owe ourselves as well. You know, we owe ourselves one. And, you know, it's all right scoring four against Ashton. But then, you know, you follow it up with, with a defeat to Radcliffe and a draw against Whitby. You want to get back to winning ways as soon as possible because the table doesn't lie. You know, a win today and, and we, we know where we go. You know, and then playoff positions are, are open to anyone from, I think, second down to 13. So we've got to get points on the board. Uh, if you push me now, you know, a point would be a good point today. But I want three. You know, we want to get back to having a winning Saturday. But we're going to have to overcome like a really good hard side, and you can see with the team sheet, Ben, we are we are lower numbers. We've we've had a couple of people cry off this morning with flu, and, and flu is taking over our dressing room. We've got a couple of lads on the bench today that aren't fit to start, uh, and if we can get 10, 15 minutes out of them, then we will do. And that's that's the other thing to say as well. You mentioned the the next couple of games and that, but you also mentioned the fact we could be in the playoffs tonight. Mm. The key is basically that not to get too carried away or too down over the next few weeks no, or so and, no. and focus on that prize because there, we've seen with Geisler stringing the wins together. Yeah. There is a long way to go. You get into the last 10 games, there's going to be a long way to go. So, you know, there will be a few, you know, moans and groans along the way, but we're, we're, we're really certain that we're in a competitive league, we're in a good league and we know that, you know, we've got a good side who can go toe-to-toe with anyone. We've shown that with the South Shields of Warrington. Hopefully we can show it against Hyde today. What I will say, Ben, is we've been actively trying to get bodies in over the line uh, this week but you know finances have not been able to do that but what I will say is that next Saturday against uh, South Shields we'll have Curtis Jones back and we will have one exciting re- new signing next week that, that hopefully will go straight into the team and that deal's done uh, so you know he'll be he'll be training with us and, and I'm sure that a few fans will, will really will really like what we've got coming in well you heard it here first and I'll see you live uh, Neil big <coughs> thank you for joining us uh, before the match best of luck this afternoon and uh, we'll catch up at full time hopefully yeah, with three say, points just say hello to Tim and the Armchair Army uh, hope you're all well and you know, hopefully we can get a win and I dropped him an email this week Cheers. great stuff thank, thank you, you Neil uh, Neil Reynolds there manager of FC United uh, joining us pre-match as uh, we look ahead to FC United against Hyde United Paul was listening in there on Neil's shoulder just hearing what Neil had to say and, and that kind of thing I mean we are obviously it's not the selection Neil would have liked I mean obviously Curtis Jones is always a shoe in but needs most this afternoon but it's still a good strong 11 that I think he's put the best side out he can given the circumstances and the cards he's got to play there are obviously changes he would have liked to have made if he'd had a full squad but I think it's the same for other other sides as well at the moment, you know, and you know, you've got to take the rough with the smooth, I think. And he's in a way, he'd rather have the points tonight in the bank than a possible midweek game where anything could happen. But it's still a strong squad and I mentioned uh, the Whitby game last week and Yampalinka starts you know what? I know what was said about his ankles and that, but he had a good game last week. And are you, are you rethinking the player of the match uh, now? No, obviously he did, he did play the full ninety. But if he had played the full ninety, yeah, he would have been a strong contender. Definitely. I think he's played about thirty games now for the first team. No yellow cards, not even a sniff of one. Blimey, Charla. That's um, not bad for a centre back. Very good for a centre back. Um, Hyde United today. I was surprised to learn this. They've only played twice here before. Yeah. We kind of think of them as a side that we've grown up with. Yeah, definitely. But to be honest, we played them in friendlies for some years without playing them competitively. 
And we played at Ewan Fields quite a lot without them. It's like we thrashed Nantwich 4 0 there without yeah. Hyde being at home, you know. Well, we have to remember this, the other thing as well about the up and down nature of non league. Hyde for a long time were a national league yeah. side, they were a conference side. They've so. been out of our, our sphere for yeah. a, a good many years. We mentioned we nailed there the, the game last year, the corresponding fixture. It wasn't wasn't great towards the end of the season. It was one of the worst performances, it, I it, think. It was a switch-off day, Yes, yeah, it, it really was. And the away game early on in the season, it was one of those could-have-beens, really. Yeah, I mean, both our last visits to Ewan Fields, we've got nothing from them. The first game was, was Ennis's red card that influenced the match, which was a rather harsh decision, to say the least. This season, I think it was partly missed chances, we didn't. It was a game of very few chances, from what I remember, and they took theirs, and that was the difference. Now, team news: Dan Lavercombe's in goal, um, Alex Wallerton at right back, Finn Armstrong at left back, Andy Holes and Palinkas are, are the centre back duo. Central midfield: It is going to be Potts. It is going to be Griffiths. It's going to be Charlie Ennis as well. It's good that Luke Griffiths is getting game time. I think Luke Griffiths is. He's, slightly behind you to injury and, and suspension but a match fit Luke Griffiths is one of the best midfielders in the league yeah. I've no doubt about it so you know it's, it's good that he's getting game time up front we're going to have um, the, the three up front Callum Gribbin on one side Dante Gabidon on the other and Regan Linney through the middle um, Dyer and Rodwell Grant we don't think a match fit they're a bit under the weather so um, we'd be surprised if we see them today But yeah I mean as soon as you see we've got a substitute goalie on the bench the alarm bells start ringing, yeah, and it's like that means really that we can't fill the bench. For Hyde United, there's obviously uh, some ex-players here. Uh, Will Ross yeah. starts a, a, a new low knee signing, a hat trick hero for us. But um, yeah, he's uh, he's done the rounds a bit since then. He went to South Shields, didn't he? And then he went somewhere else. Uh, Frank Bowler, of course, he's well established at Hyde these days. Eddie Mieko's on the bench. Mieko, yes. Uh, well, the teams are now coming out onto the pitch. Uh, so, without further ado, we should probably hand over to our expert commentary team. This is FC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. It's FC United against Hyde United here at Broadhurst Park. The sun is shining, there's a rainbow probably somewhere, and here to brighten up your afternoon, it's a welcome back to our expert commentary team, Stato Paul. But first, here's James Quinn. See, bringing it away here. When the losing was a really care Ross with a real chance, and Ross scores, and that's appalling from FC. He's caught in possession, and uh, easy finish for Rossi. Well, he did what he had to do, though, placed it very well. Now Gribbin, can he find a killer ball? Plays it back to Griffiths, out to the right hand side where Ennis waits. Ennis now, Wallerton, Wallerton, low cross in. Oh, it's gone in! It's 1 1, it's come off the keeper. Straight on to Brad Roscoe, and it's gone in for a fortuitous equaliser for FC, and it's all square. I think Roscoe will get the credit for it somehow. I think it was a double rebound. I think Roscoe got the final touch on it. Credit to Wallerton, though. You, you put those sharp low balls into the six-yard box, and it can ricochet anywhere. Linney now right-hand side. Can he get the ball? It's a good tackle, I think. He's given a penalty. He's given a penalty. Well, shows how much I know. He went down there and planning the tackle. Went to ground, always a risk. You've got to be so spot on with challenges in the box. Well, very precise. Yes, it was. he got a bit of the ball, there's no question, but obviously some of the man. And uh, the precision wasn't there, and this is a penalty to FC. Charlie Ennis with a chance to put FC in front here. 
looking to put FC ahead, having been a goal behind earlier. And it comes, and it's a great penalty. It really is to the left of uh, Dan Atherton. He went uh, full stretch there, but it wasn't enough, and uh, fine penalty. He really is uh, an aficionado from the penalty spot, Ennis, isn't he? Comes forward as Palinkas chips it out right hand side, trying to find Gabidon, doesn't reach him. And Mampala, first time ball, Pratt in a race, Pratt into the box, left footed shot, just wide. Frustration for him there, he, he got the better, got a yard on a uh, couple of FC defenders there, and uh, just couldn't uh, find the target, and its score remains 2-1 FC. A real warning sign there, FC uh, almost undone at the back. Now it's uh, Gribbin, oh nice work from Gribbin, Threading his way through the box, goes down. He's given a penalty. Well, there was. It's like it must have been a nudge. And number seven, Callum Gribbin drops to his knees, and well, the referee gives the penalty, and FC with a chance to, well, to have a two-goal margin here. Just a disclaimer for the TV viewers: we don't have a replay. No, absolutely. I mean, I'm saying it from here. It looks not a lot of contact, but um, well, Ennis. We're talking about his penalty-taking prowess. Jordan Brooks blows his whistle. Oh, as cool as you like. This time, uh, Atherton dived to his right, committed himself, and and uh, Ennis, just as cool as you like, just really side-footing it the other side. And FC United have a 3-1 lead. All of a sudden into the box now. And Parler, and on the turn, it's a good save by him. It's a chance for a 3-2, and it's gone in, and it's 3-2. And Parler gets in, oh well, what a game we have here. I think it's Pratt. Pratt maybe got the, the final touch. touch there, but it is a free kick and it's in a very nice position here. Just four or five yards out of uh, the penalty area. We're into added time and can Hyde force an equaliser right pretty much on the whistle. Pratt looks favourite. Good blast, it hits a man, it's going to be... Oh, he's gone just wide! Corner the ball. Well, it kicked, bounced around then. Roscoe got a left foot on it and obviously came off a, a red shirt, but it's a corner from the left-hand side, come in neatly. Rebound, shot, blocked. Dante Gabinon to try and mop up here. Plays it down the line, but it goes out for a throw-in to Hyde. A minute played of added time. Throw-in to Hyde. Still looking for a leveller. This time it's Ditchfield who's going to look for a, a long ball in. Can FC keep them at bay? Ditchfield's throw goes in near post. Nodded down, shot, and it's there! And it's 3-3. And it's Pratt's second goal for him, and FC, having got a 3-1 lead, have squandered that, and it's 3-3 at half-time. Free kick to Hyde. Again, the big brigade are up, and Neil Reynolds, I think, ready to make a substitution, but on we go. On the right-hand side now, plenty of yellow shirts in the box as Tong delivers. It's a good delivery. Found Mampala there, but Wallerton battling with Mampala. Mampala gets to it on the left flank, plays it back now to Tong. Tong will cross it into the box. And uh, on the edge of the box now, Griffiths trying to deal with it, can't deal with it though. Edge of the box now with Redshaw. Redshaw now with a shot! Great save from Lavacum. Really was, it was a lovely... Touch from Redshaw placed it well, but a diving left hand stop with his left hand. Potts now deep, quite close to his corner flag. Armstrong's clearance. Rodwell Grant first touch, can't quite get a handle on it. Breaks for Griffiths. 
played towards Linney, but Linney's dispossessed by Tong. Tong with a great forward ball. Now that's a perfect ball, and Palace shot. Oh, and inside of the post. Inside of the post and along the line doesn't quite go in. Great pass from Tong, I have to say. Gribbin under pressure plays it back to Wallerton. Wallerton now under pressure at right flank and. And Parler there, sticking to his man, concedes a throw-in, but Hyde with intent here. So Armstrong finds uh, Rodwell Grant just right on the byline there, plays it back there. Now Griffiths, Griffiths, left flank driving. Griffiths, can he get a cross in? Yes, he can, but nobody's there. It's a poor clue. Wallerton can't keep hold of it. And Parler breaking away. Out to the right flank there, Pratt waits. He's got an overlap. There's a chance here for ball three, side netting. And that was a chance. Really should have worked the keeper. I think it was Redshaw. Should have worked the keeper there, Paul. Yeah, it was a wide angle, but he should have gone far post, I think. Now Hall's bringing it forward out of defence for FC United. Is there a, a seventh goal in this game? Palinkas out to the right side. Wallerton. Wallerton shifts it inside. Griffiths, Griffiths spins it out to the left flank, Armstrong to get on it, great take, Armstrong slides in, Armstrong, what's he going to, just for Rodwell Grant, oh! Rodwell Grant just, he just couldn't get any power on it, great work from Armstrong, Ennis on the left flank, Ennis now, as FC come again, Ennis, Ennis is going to get a cross in, Ennis is going to think about a shot, no, FC give away a foul on the far side, can we just bring that back and just compliment that ball from Griffiths to find brilliant Armstrong? Brilliant ball and a brilliant take from Armstrong. Great work from the pair of them. Armstrong held it up, laid it off for Rodwell Grant, who just couldn't really get it out from under his feet. He just slipped as he was about to pull it, the trigger first it, time. It was the mud. Griffiths now. Griffiths infield to Gribbin. Gribbin. Griffiths on the turn into the box. Griffiths twisting and turning. Now he chips it, but uh, Atherton was alive to it and catches it and trying to set an attack on the way. He rather slices that one and Ennis will pick up the ball. Ennis forward, back to Rodwell Grant on the left-hand side from Ennis. By the left-hand corner flag is Rodwell Grant. Rodwell Grant, can he get a cross in? Low cross in, Gribbin, Gribbin, being forced backwards. Griffiths thinks about a shot blocked. And now they'll bring it away, Will Hyde. Almost lose possession, Gribbin... Uh, can't quite rest the ball now, it's three on two momentarily, chance now for Hyde, here's Will Ross, score the first goal, onto his left foot, and it's 4-3, and Hyde take the lead, well, FC just too exposed, too committed, it was three on two, and Will Ross with his second of the game, nicely taken there, switched it onto his left foot, and placed it perfectly, no chance for Lavacombe. Well, you live by the sword, you die by the sword, and uh, I think there's elements of that there. No great fault to FC, they've been playing to win, but it's, uh, it's, a, it's a difficult one to swallow. But Hyde it is, who've broken the second-half deadlock. It's FC United 3, Hyde United 4. Still time, 12 and a half minutes plus added for FC to find an equaliser. Now it's with Gribbin, Gribbin, out to the right flank, now Wallerton. Overlap with uh, Ennis. Wallerton brings it in field. Low ball in Linney turning. Oh, he gets off balance. Linney. Linney getting a bit of a show. Still on it, Linney. Linney. Low cross. Yes! It's 4 all. It's 4 all. Dyer, I think. And Dyer. Oh, there's a substitute. 
when FC were in dire need. He provides the equaliser. What a game of football. And full marks to Regan Linney. He was off balance. He seemed to get the odd shove there. And he put in a perfect low cross. And the man who was there was Dyer. But Josiah Dyer makes it 4-4. And we've got 10 minutes to go. We're back in the goals here. And here come Hyde again. And both these sides are going to look for a winner. Oh. Forgive me if I'm momentarily speechless. But uh, Hyde have it. Playing it back to Tong in the centre circle. Tong. Long ball out towards the left flank. It's not a great one, though. And Lavakum can let that roll out for a goal kick. Well, Hyde's uh, newly established second half lead uh, lasted about uh, two minutes. And now Hyde on the break. Hyde out to the right-hand side. And in from the right flank here. Hyde comes across. Polinkas, but it's still in play. Hyde, it's chipped over. Polinkas again. It's blocked again by Halls. And Fernley now, a danger far from over here, and it comes again. This time it's Halls, he goes out for a throw-in. And FC with some heroic last-ditch defending here. Five minutes to go. What's Palinka's going to be like when his ankles are fine? Mm. That leap. It was Kung Fu, wasn't it? <laughs> it really was. All played forward by Halls. Rodwell Grant. Now Armstrong battling over halfway. Armstrong. Oh, pulled. Pulled back there. And that was uh, Callum Spooner. He's not in the book, so he'll be okay. Yellow card, but it was a professional foul. But it gives FC a free kick from the left hand touchline. And everyone's going forward. We talk about FC committing. Well, let's see. Well, nobody's going, staying forward for uh, Hyde. That shows there. Maybe happy to settle now, but can FC score uh, an injury time winner? And it comes over, it goes, it's not, he's scumbling down, it's, it's good! Hit the post. Hit, hit the post, has gone out off a high player for a corner from the left-hand side. Well, one of the great games of football. Can FC crown it with a ninth goal to come away with all the spoils? Ennis with the corner, floats it in. Not far enough, almost for Griffiths. Now it's cleared by Hyde. It'll be a throw-in to FC. Look at Linney scampering over. Wallerton says, leave it to me. Wallerton, Gribbin wants it. Wallerton, though, not happy with his options. Now Linney. Linney on the turn. Linney surrounded, but Linney driving through. The ball is cleared by Hyde. Will Ross has it. Chance of a break there. He missed. He missed an opportunity there, did Will Ross. The ball in. Wallerton stops Hyde going forward. We're halfway through the three minutes of added time. It's never over till it's over. It's four all. And both sides going for it still. Headed infield. Griffiths picks up the second ball. Gribbin under pressure. Griffiths infield. Ennis to get it out to the left, surely. And Ennis there well, gets a free kick. The ball was on for Armstrong there. Now Ennis there, surely with a long ball forward. We're into the final minute of added time. Lavacum is going to take it, in fact. Dennis goes forward, everyone goes forward. Ross hangs a little further forward. Wallerton will stay in the centre circle. Ross has now dropped all the way back. Lavacum's free kick. 
it hangs in the air, it's well met there by Roscoe, it's bobbing around now, Hyde will clear their lines, and now an important race for Wallerton, he's battling away, but he's lost the race, Hyde into the box, goes down, no free, but Hyde still have it, it's going right to the wire, and it's a throw in on the far side, for Hyde, they will have the last throw of the dice it looks like, Stitchfield now he's wiping the ball with his shirt and I tell you I barely can bear to watch this it's four all we're after added time and they have a long throw for the right hand side FC to try and keep this out the throw comes in near post it's nodded out and then it's played out and Linny now bringing it away Linny driving on Linny Linny trying to go all the way to the left flank, he's got red shirts inside him, Linny still has it, it goes out for a throw in, and surely the referee will blow now, will he? Last chance he hasn't, FC have got to take this quickly, it's Dyer it's left flank now it's to the byline and it's gone out for a goal kick and forgive my, forgive the decibels, it's all over and a draw is surely a fair result it's been an absolutely breathtaking contest here at Broadhurst Park. Both sides deserve so much praise for the, the intent they've shown. It's been mistake-strewn at times. That's been all part of it. But both sides have tried to win this game pretty much until the death. And the drama has just gone on and on and on. I haven't had a moment to draw breath. Well, I think that... First of all, I think you're right in saying both sides deserve a draw. Um, both sides certainly tried to win that game over the whole 90 minutes. And I think you look at it in the cold light of day, not now, but I think a point off the team in second is, is probably a fair fair achievement. We go back to last week against Whitby. And, I, you know, we, I think everyone agreed. Well, everyone on the FC Lad team anyway. You got your money's worth last week. This has been... you got this. You got <laughs> double your money this Double time. your money, that's right. I think people will go back to the fact that we were 3-1 up. Yes. But that was like early in the first half, and we still had a good hour to go. And Hyde, to their credit, showed why they are second in the table this afternoon. The counter-attacking has been... And the, their resolution, they never, they never buckled. Even when they were 3-1 down, they still had that belief, and they showed it all the way through the game. And to our credit... For us to score a fourth goal there at 4-3 down, that took a lot of character. And can we just... Because um, it was a bit of a scramble, so, so James didn't actually see it from his angle. But the, that free kick into the box from Ennis, the scramble, it hit Palinkas, it hit the post. It was agonising. Yeah. yeah. It was so close. And, uh, well, what do we say, Paul, really? It's, we? Another, it's another post-match of confusion, of can't really sum that up in, in a sentence. I would say, given <laughs> given the week, the injuries... Oh, there's that as well, yeah, of course. ...that the FC went into the game with, I think 4-all is, is a kind of an achievement. Well, not just that. There's players... I mean, Dyer scored. Dyer and Rodwell Grant, they're under the weather. Yeah. They're under the weather. So, so who early, is the man of the match? Uh, player of the match. I think Armstrong's got to be, get a mention. All those runs down the left-hand yeah. side. He's in the defence, though, that's conceded four goals. But he's more, than, <laughs> he's more than a defender, though, isn't he? I mean, he made, he made run into the box there 
Blackman wide out when he went past three players. I thought Linney, Linney had it. Linney just the way he never stopped right at the end there, driving on. Linney did for make the, the assist, assist for yeah. the for the fourth goal, but um, yeah, for the whole 90 minutes. I mean, there were some players that just ran themselves into the ground, into, into oblivion, really. Howard Palinkas's ankles, by the way, because yeah. uh, I mean, that's an, he's another player. I mean, there was a, a moment in that second half where he's he's doing a give and go. He's doing a give and go. He's he's marauding forward, and it's it was just an incredible game of football. That it really was. So Shields next. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice, easy one. <laughs> Where to begin? Um, <laughs> should we, could, it, would I be fair for me to give huge credit to everyone in both sides for uh, one of the most extraordinary games of football that I've ever seen? Two sides. I'm going to put my colours to the mass and I don't do this. Two sides will be in the playoffs at the end of the season. And I say that now because two sides that play the right way, that are great on the eye, that are great going forward, that have got defensive lapses, but you play the right way. And the way Nicky... And Gav has got that side playing. The way we've got our side playing is, is brilliant. And, you know, yeah, we want to win. But if we don't win, we'll take a four-all. And um, it must have been, uh, obviously, we'll talk through the chapters in the game. Frustration, presumably, at the beginning, because for the third time in a row, uh, a rather sloppy start with a goal, giving the, the other team a goal start, basically. It was, it was, for me, it was Sal Shields at home, Miles Boney rolling it out, to the defender, Donner's pressing him and scoring. And did Gribbin want it? I said to Dan, does he want it with his back to play? You know, with, with, with a high press after seven minutes. I'd rather go the other end. And Carl gives the ball away. He's brave enough to receive it. We go 1-0 down. And it, we're looking that way. I said to Dan, you're looking that way. You can see the lad's got a press on him. So we've got to make better better decisions. Uh, but we were, we were smarting. And then we had, a, what, we had 25 minutes worth. I keep saying that's the best 25 minutes of the season. I think that 25 yeah. minutes was, was extraordinary. What, what was the key for that for you? What was, was it? Just, just the belief in that side. I knew before we went out, there was, there was a couple of key messages. Obviously, you know, what the lads uh, did for me at the start of the game was was quite tough. And, uh, you know, they, they, they just felt it and they, they wanted to go on. And, you know, we, we just was mesmerising. But I couldn't, I can't even tell you how good we were. Went 3-1 up. And then... They kind of changed the system, James, and, and, and we. I thought Potsy dropped a bit deep and, and Pratt caused a few problems. And then, you know, the second goal, it's going wide and Dan dives and it's Dan and goes it back at net. And then they get the third when the lads want a foot on the pitch and the linesman doesn't see it off the throw in and it's three all and you're coming at half time and you, you know, you, you, the lads are, you know, upbeat but a bit flat at the same time. And then come out second half and it is just a proper end to end game of football, end to end. and I'd go and get the fourth to go four three, but well, what character from the boys to you know to be three one up to be four three down? You could quite easily capitulate, and they didn't, James. And we got the goal, and the place went up, and it was you know a point a point uh, piece. I felt that the thought the midfield was I mean Potts is the way he's everywhere, yeah. but, but Griffiths uh, that, that's got that composure about him, and Ennis a good game too. I thought he looked pretty solid. Ennis you wouldn't know it was four all draw when you no. when you look at so a couple of things on that change. Potts uh, pulled his calf after about yeah, ten yeah. minutes. Uh, he was he was jogging back. Well, sorry, he was sprinting back on about seventy. We had to we had to bring him off because we didn't want the calf to get any worse. Thought Griffiths, that's as good as I've seen him play this season. And Ennis, I've just said in the dressing room, he's going on thirty three. You think he's twenty three sometimes? You know, I thought he was excellent today. Another two goals to boot. I think that's what eleven or twelve for the season. He's just so calm. You know, he, he's just a good a, a good leader out there. And he, you know, there were some really pleasing performances. And 
<laughs> I thought I thought the back four did well, but we conceded four goals. So it's, well, you know, it's a strange. I one. was coming onto that. There was towards the end. There was a heroic. About four clear where there was by Balinka. Balinka's obviously we, we described it as almost a kung fu clearance to get to the ball. I mean, listen, this, when, when his ankles are right, it'd be a really well, good. Player, this is it? this is where I credit you know players and what people don't know. Halls, Andy Halls, I just found out he's got a hernia, so he's playing through a hernia at the minute. Jan Palinkas is sixty percent, sixty-five percent at best. They've just played through the pain to to get us over the line, and like you said, towards the end. Kung Fu kicked, blocks, holds his header, bodies on the line, and it was brilliant. You know, you, you can't you can't ask more than that from the side, and you, they just they're just a great group, James, to work with, and and I know they'll get the, the just rewards, you know, over the course of the season, and it wasn't to be, <laughs> wasn't to be. Um, Please though for Dyer to be uh, where it mattered. To, uh, great to finish, the, great yeah. finish. He, he comes on, he, he, he did what we asked him to do. He he uh, he, he took his chance. You know, the, the place exploded, and you know he. He's, he's just another forward, and, and we were brave at three. All we went, we another forward, and we just kept chucking forwards on. And you know, we got undone four three, but then we got the goal four all. And you know, before that, Rowell Grant's got to score again, got we, to score again. We did observe when Hyde played high before that; they're brilliant on the counter. <laughs> did you feel that? Is that price you're prepared to pay for the way FC play, or did you like? Did you feel sometimes a bit too easily undone? Yeah, we, the, the front four is electric. Mapala, yeah. Pratt, Jack Redshaw. Will Russ, you know, he's arrived. That's that's five goals in his last two games here. Actually, and then the two. So, you know, they are great going forward. They they really are, and that's where they're going to get all the joy and, and, and credit to him. And, and Nicky's just said to me, I'd rather a four-all draw than a than a one-nil win. You know, he's kind of we want to try the right way. But I did think James, I thought we'd become undone, and in particular on the last goal. You know, I've got Rowell Grand down the left and, and and Finn down the left, and both of them got exposed. They played it across. He went four-three. We've got to be better because at times take the point I know everyone wants to win the game but wait for the opportunity to open up and, and sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't uh, but yeah I think we could defend slightly better but, but last week I'm studying here saying we've got to take our chances today we've, we've scored four we've got to be better at the other end forgive me for the broken record thing but I'm going to talk about Regan Linney he was a very frustrated figure in the first half marked very closely by Roscoe but then it's the way he drives to the byline for that equaliser when it's four. Good, three. isn't it? Even at right at the end, overtime, he's driving down, he, he, trying to do it all single-handedly. We're, we're so lucky. We keep talking about. We keep waxing superlatives. We keep giving him the praise, and you know he's he's fantastic, isn't he? Regan Linney is a is a real player, uh, and, and we're we're loving him, working with him, and, and hoping we can keep hold of him. But and his best years are to come yet. You know that that's the exciting thing. His best years are to come. But his work rate. And I don't want to just want to say, Regan, because you're looking behind at Ennis, you're looking behind at Gribbon, you're looking behind at Potts and Griffiths. Work rate all over the park is, is exceptional, and you've got a hungry group in there. And, and we've also, you know, let's throw into the mix that this is a derby. Let's throw into the mix that everyone wants to beat FC, come into Broaders Park. But we, yeah, conditions. the rain, the conditions. But we've got an edge to us at the minute that, that we know we've got to raise our game, and I think we are doing in, in the majority of games. And listen, we, we've, we've gone toe-to-toe with second place today. We've got a point. We've got to go to the league leaders next week who drop points today. And then we've got to entertain Warrington here, so can't wait for it. Can't wait. And, you know, if we can if we can shore up our defensive line, we've got Curtis back next week, then I'll be happy. I'll be happy. And, you know, I can go away a you know, proud, proud man tonight, proud of that team in there. Yeah, so five points off the playoffs <laughs> after today's results. A couple of teams coming, I think Warrington and Banbridge, both coming from behind to win. So uh, important with these two big games that uh, keep hold, or are you, do you, is it the way things have gone, do you think? No, I, I, honestly, obviously, I want to win every game of football, James. I want to win everything. 
is the next two games going to uh, decide where we go? No, if we got beat or if we don't perform, no, it won't. You know, any team from I said to Ben before the game, from from for me, from second down to thirteenth, you know, I think Shields will still go on and win it. I think anyone could get in the playoff, and and it's who holds, holds the nerve, who takes the chances, who who has the bottle. You know, fixtures are being kind, and we're getting the tough the tougher ones out of the way. If you look at the league table, uh, but there's a long way to go, and, and we're right in it, and you know. <laughs> That's all we can ask for. And a final congratulations because at one point there was more first team regulars up here <laughs> than there was on the pitch. We've had a tough. We're having a tough time at the minute in Donners and Jones and and Vinny and you know we we lost young Dylan today to flu and a couple of lads were were fully right and you know, but we're, we're bringing in a new body you know this week that's definite. We're hoping to get the deal done on Monday. We'll have Curtis Jones back you know and every week that passes we're, we're a week closer to Donahue being back. So you know we we've got we've got good players you know to come back and and we're still. We're still competing with the top sides in the league, so for me, it's it's, it's got to be positive. Well, congratulations, Neil. You've been part of a fantastic contest. <laughs> Thank and, you. Uh, onward, and we'll see you uh, in the northeast. <laughs> Thank in you. Seven days. Cheers, guys. Cheers. FC United manager Neil Reynolds there following his side's remarkable four-all draw at Tide United from Saturday. The Reds return to action this weekend as FC United travel to the northeast to take on the league leaders South Shields. Kickoff at Mariners Park this Saturday will be at 3pm with live coverage on FC Radio from 2.30pm for those of you who cannot make the game in person. To the women's team now and on Sunday afternoon, FC United welcome Tranmere Rovers to Broadhurst Park for the first league game of 2023. To find out now how the Reds got on, let's hand over to Ben and Paul. Well, good afternoon everyone and welcome back to Broadhurst Park. And you join us here for the return of Women's Team Live. And yesterday afternoon was epic and here hoping for another epic afternoon. It's a welcome back to Mr Stato Paul. Hello Paul. Good afternoon. So, Women's Team Live today, FC United, after a bit of a break, some of it was obviously the festive period, but also uh, due to postponements, we are back here at Broadhurst Park, and it's a tough game this one, FC United taking on Tranmere Rovers. How do we shape up as we head into the second half of the season now, Paul, do you feel? Um, well, we're, we're a point behind Salford City Lionesses, but with three games in hand. Our two big rivals today... Uh, Salford City and Cheadle Town play in the Argyle Cup so it's a great opportunity for us to regain top spot and put a bit of distance between ourselves and the other two. Tranmere are in fifth so they've had a mixed bag of results but they did beat Cheadle Town at home back in November so they're not a side we can take for granted this afternoon. We're going to have to play well to beat them I think. Yes absolutely and we've had some epic games with Tranmere Rovers over the years haven't we? Uh, so when it comes to the starting selection uh, for James Mulverhill, in goal, Chloe Ainsworth returns. Yeah, it's a very significant afternoon for Chloe. She's had a long layoff with a pretty bad injury and um, I'm sure she'll be very keen to get a full 90 minutes in this afternoon. And uh, Sophie Donald is, is on the bench and she's done a very good job for a youngster, for a teenager, to stand in for several weeks. But um, Chloe's experience, obviously, is, is a big factor for this side. Also starting this afternoon, Corey Mather, Emily Marsh, Alicia Marsh, Chelsea Patient, Neve Bertwistle, Kerry Ogden, Janice Reeves, Libby Dixon, Ellie Kelly and skipper Kirsty Chambers. And uh, as Paul mentioned, Sophie Donald is on the bench, as is Paige Stopford, Olivia Smith, Ellie Rigby and Elsie Baxter. Strong bench there as well, Paul. Yeah, and we might need it this afternoon. Um, we've had a lot of rain, obviously, over the yes. last seven days, really. And um, we were scheduled to play on the main pitch, but... Given the state of the pitch after yesterday's game and before the game, they've wisely decamped to the 3G. But the 3G 
he's quite sodden and um, I reckon the ball's going to zip very quickly off the surface. Chambers with a free kick over on the left-hand side. Chambers now plays the ball in towards the near post. It's header one there by Marsh and in off the post. And FC United take the lead here. Six minutes played. Great ball in from Chambers. And there was Marsh um, about eight yards out. Glancing header in off the post. And a great start to this game for FC United. A great start to 2023, Paul. And it's going from a set piece as well, which is not a frequent event in terms of us, apart from Kirsty scoring directly. But that was a good ball in, and uh, Marsh stole a bit of a bit of a gap there in the between the ranks, and Joe uh, Tramway will be very unhappy about the marking there. And again, FC United looking to take this free kick quickly. There's plenty of movement from FC United in this opening 23 minutes or so of this game. About uh, 15 yards inside Tramway territory, five yards in from the touchline, over on this main stand side. Cross comes in here from Mava. One bounce to the back post, and it's a tap in for Bertrissel there. And that ball went a long way there. A, a bounce or two inside the Tranmere Rovers penalty area. The defence for the visitors didn't deal with it. And for Bertrissel, she won't get an easier goal. 2 0. And uh, that ball is going to get picked up here by Chambers, who capitalised on the mistake by the fullback infield. And uh, Kelly looked to play that ball in. It cleared again, only as far as Reeves. Reeves here on the edge of the penalty area. A lot to do for Reeves. She's brought down, and the referee points to the spot. And it's a penalty to FC United. Well, she forced the agenda there by, by forcing her way into the box and made the defender do something. And the defender was quite rash in the challenge. Chambers to take this. Referee blows his whistle. Chambers steps up. Oh, and puts it wide. Well, you would have put your money on that there, Paul, wouldn't you? But uh, that penalty sailed wide in the end. Well, it's a corner to FC United. Another corner over on the left-hand side. Dixon to take. Dixon swings this ball in. And, uh, well, the goalkeeper doesn't get to it. And uh, the ball broke to Reeves, who finished really well. There was plenty of shirts in front of her between her and the goal. And uh, she managed to pick the spot that uh, no players were in the way of that trajectory. And in it goes, Paul, right before half-time. And it's 3-0. That was a short-lived reprieve from the, the missed penalty. And... Uh... I'm sure uh, James will be a lot more happier at half-time with the 3-0 cushion. Reeves turns towards Chambers. Chambers helps the ball on its way, but it's cleared. Only as far as Patient, who can't quite control it. And now Tranmere with an opportunity. Slightly challenged by Marsh. A well-timed one. And it just forces Tranmere out towards the left-hand side with Arrowsmith. And back it comes to the full-back. Now inside the centre circle, but there's Stockford tracking back to win the ball back for FC United. Rigby back to Stockford. Stockford back to Rigby. Rigby inside the centre circle. Plays it to Marsh. Marsh with a first-time ball. A brilliant ball by Marsh to find Chambers, who's onside on the left-hand side of the box. Into the box. Near post shot. Hits the post. Wide of the goal. And now Tranmere Rovers on the attack. Nice ball through here. Referee says the player's onside. And this is surely oh. an opportunity. And it was an opportunity, but it was an opportunity saved by Chloe Ainsworth. One-on-one. -on -one. Good stuff from the FC United goalkeeper. Throwing again to... Tranmere. Oh, it's a, a throw-in which is oh, capitalised upon by Dixon. It's an unfortunate little tap as Dixon was going clear there. Kelly lining up this uh, penalty. We're in the 89th minute and it's uh, a penalty to FC United. Kelly steps up to the goalkeeper's right and that is 4-0 confirming the three points. And that is full time here at Broadhurst Park. A clean sheet, four goals, three points, Paul. 
and a good win against a very good Tranmere Rovers side who probably don't deserve to have lost 4-0. But then again, FC United have taken the chances well and have just been relentless, haven't they? They've just they've pressed in midfield. They've certainly been very close at the back. And when they've moved forward, they've picked the right balls out and Maddox had plenty to do this afternoon. I do feel that Tran- all four goals were errors at the back contributing to them and Tranmere will go away and think well if we'd just been a bit more solid and a bit more careful with some of the defending it could have been a closer outcome FC have had to put put a lot into it to win the match but uh, they'll be delighted with the result and the fact that they're back on top of the table Yes, absolutely. We we reckon FC will be back at the top of the table tonight uh, because uh, Salford are in cup action this afternoon, uh, so um, they're not going to be able to score any points, we don't believe. Uh, but it's an interesting one, Paul. We, we needed a bounce back after the Salford defeat uh, before Christmas, and this could have been tricky this afternoon, and it's been very professional from FC. Yeah, I think they've had their game head on this afternoon. They've, they knew they were going to have to put a lot into it, and I think uh, James will be impressed with the the effort and commitment shown by his players and it's very much a squad game as we know it's not about 11 starters and he'll be pleased that people came off the bench and contributed as well so all in all a good afternoon for the women who's your player of the match Paul in this in well, this game I mean okay right yeah let's have this discussion right I thought Bertwistle did very well and there's one one or two other very good contributions but I tend to go towards Ellie Kelly I agree However, I think Corey Mabber's had a good game today. Yeah, she's had a good game as well. Um, uh, but Kelly again. The oh. other thing we have to say, Paul, is as well, I think Marsh, Emily Marsh, has had a good game at centre-back. She's cut everything out. Dixon's certainly been a brilliant outlet uh, throughout this this match. But it's not my job to pick the player of the match. I'm, I'm delegating it this week. Ellie Kelly, Stato Paul's choice. There you go. <laughs> Any problems? Obviously, other people will have their own decisions on this. Oh, yeah, we never, no one ever agrees. It's like trying to pick the man of the match yesterday for uh, the men's team. It was and ridiculous, I, wasn't it? And it's not an easy task, is it? Oh, wait, oh hello. That's, that's that quick. That really quick. Yeah, I'm, I'm there, filling for time. What? And uh, James just appears. I, I, was, I, I still thought you were on the pitch, mate. Quick sprint up here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, we're joined now by women's team manager, James Mulverhill. Firstly, Happy New Year. Hope you had a lovely Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas and all that. Good to be back. Do you know what? Yeah, it was. Uh, it felt like we've had a few weeks off um, in terms of the, the kind of start, but perfect start. If you look back in a few weeks and say, how do you want to start the new year? Clean sheet, four goals. We take that. Yeah. I mean, how important was our performance today after? Because it wasn't your fault. We had a couple of games, but m- the majority of it was stop, start, stop, yeah. start, pitch inspections, postponements. I mean, yeah. it's... How tricky has it been? It's, it has been it has been a bit frustrating in terms of trying to get the girls together as much as we can, um, but we have we have trained well. Like the girls have been decent. Like it was it was a bit one of them coming back after Christmas. We just we basically just had a, little, a bit of fun in training just to get people back into it, get the legs moving. But there's a few tired legs out there today. Uh, we, we we definitely do need to have a bit of a top up fitness, but um, decent just to get girls minutes today. Get yeah. players some proper minutes in the legs. Uh, Ainsworth in goal, Alicia uh, yeah. Marsh mm-hmm. uh, back at left back, involved in a defence which got a clean sheet. Yeah, against a, a Tranmere side who, who throughout the whole game were probing and, yeah. and two clear cut chances, I think. But yeah. that's what goalkeepers are for. Well, that's what it is, isn't yeah. it? I, I think they were they were quite tenacious, Tranmere. Like 
I think they lacked some of the, the, the cutting edge, but I think it's a, it's great for to have Ainsworth back in, in, in goals. It's great for her confidence. Uh, Alicia back in, getting some solid minutes there. I think she probably got like 65, 70 minutes in the end. Um, get Paige Stopford some minutes, get Ellie Rigby some minutes. Like It was a good all-round. The, the main aim for today is get as many people playing and touching the ball and moving, involved in goals. Um, but you could you could see, I think on another day, we win that game 7-8-0. Yeah. And their coach just said it to me and he said, I'm glad that we're not playing you in four weeks when you really get going. Um, so looking forward to, to having a good run of games now. Yeah, F- fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> in the winter. I'm offering reversals <laughs> and everything. I'm like, please, like, I'm like, I'll pay for a pitch somewhere. Let's make it happen. We think we've gone top of the league tonight because yeah, I think are. Salford are in a cup game. Yeah. Um, it's about staying there now, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah. But it's a good way to start the second half of the season. This Definitely. That, we, we, we talked about it with the girls. Like The, the Tranmere coach said to me, he said, um, oh, if we beat you today, we go ahead of you. And I was like... It's frustrating. It was like it was frustrating because it's true, but also we'd have like four games in hand. I was like, I don't want us to be in this this kind of tussle, and it's it's not a realistic tussle to me. Like if you've got three games in hand over a team, for me we sh- we should be playing these games. And, and it, it, I have I've spoken to the league saying it, we need to be doing more to make sure that teams are fulfilling these fixtures. Like are we not just we can't just go oh on a Sunday morning or oh, we're not playing. Um, it, it needs to be very much. Let's get these games ahead because. Listen, if well, we you played don't, you don't really play in May, do you? No, and, and no. you know, random games. Or, or the worst case scenario, the last thing we want as well is, is to us to be hindered where we're, we're playing double headers in weeks or we've got a Tuesday game away somewhere. And then I, I don't want us to be doing that because it, it kind of penalises us for, for no good reason. So I think if we'd had the games we played now, we'd probably be five, six, seven points ahead of some teams. Now, we've just been having a discussion about our player of the match for that game. I mean, you, you could argue. Emily Marsh has had a good game. Yeah, I'm toying with the idea. Corey Mather, I think, was excellent. Um, yeah. Ogden was good. Dixon was good. Paul's gone with Kelly. You play Kelly again in four different positions. Today, Do you know what? So it's, it's, I'm going to say Kelly as well, just because L. Kel just does whatever is needed. And and something where it's kind of never even questions it. Like, oh, I need you to play in net, mate. And she'll go, oh, yeah, all right. Like there's there's no question about it. Like and it's good to have people like because they just buy into what you're doing. We there's a few where, where Reeves's legs went a little bit in the in, in the last bit of the game, and we had a big reshuffle of the pitch, and players were being swapped over and put in different places. And you see Al Kel pop up, and I'm glad that she got that to take that penalty because Kirsty was off, but not because Kirsty missed one, but. We, we did a bit of a penalty competition and I think she took about 70 penalties and didn't miss one. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, you can't argue with that, can you? I think she'll be wanting to take the next one now as well. <laughs> so next up, uh, crew? Crew. Crew away uh, on Sunday. I mean, what's your thoughts on, on that challenge? It's one of them teams where just because we were quite convincing when we played them last time, they, they have managed to get some decent results and, and still they look better in games. That, but for me, this league is a funny one. You, you've just got to turn up and see what team you, you're playing against because one week you're playing against a team you beat them 5-0 and the next they're, they're turning teams over and winning 2-0. It's, it's, a, it's frustrating for us to, to prep for, but we're just prepping every game like it's a, it's, a, it's a cup final. We need to win as many as we can. Um, we're fortunate that last week some of the fixtures went our way. I don't think it could have gone any better um, with some of the league results in our league so um, I think we just keep chipping along keep getting results and, and fingers crossed by the end of the year it's the same as it was at Christmas Women's team manager James Bulverhill there and on that positive note that's it for this week's This Club is My Club a big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole thanks for listening and from me Cockers see you next time This is FCUM Radio officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world